0: ladies and
1: gentlemen welcome back to another episode of life update today we're going to be talking about money 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 morgan how you doing
0: good good how are you doing
1: i'm doing good i'm having a good time solid week i mean i was like trying to think of some highs lows a little recap of the past week Mm -hmm. i don't really i don't think i have any lows i was like trying to actually think on some but just a just a steady week not too many crazy high peaks just a good steady solid week so i i I don't got nothing bad to say nothing to uh harp on from last week in terms of lows i think i'm feeling pretty good overall what about you
0: yeah that's funny you you say that i was thinking the same thing when you went to the bathroom before we started i was like i don't really have anything that bad to say the only thing i could say is that my eye keeps twitching which isn't like the end of the world it's just annoying
1: yeah okay, <laughs> That's so, it I mean, We gotta get that <laughs> fixed and Get yeah. some bifocals up in there You already got them on Well there.
0: yeah they, It actually started twitching Ever since I got the. Well I've, I've had these glasses But I went to the eye doctor And she was like You need to wear your glasses And so I started to And then it started twitching after that
1: Yeah you need a better prescription That's, That's what it seems up. like
0: Yeah I asked her And she was like You should put some Like artificial tears in it So I have those And then have more magnesium
1: Interesting. Yeah, that just seems like something. That seems like an old wives' tale, like some of your grandma would tell you.
0: Well, she's a doctor, yeah. so I trust her opinion, but she also said there's a chance I just It also glasses. seems like one of those
1: things that like try the magnesium, like the like the natural way. It, it seems like that's like the 5% chance of helping way.
0: I think she's just trying to save me money, which I can really right. appreciate, but yeah. So, anyways, what's what's your high?
1: Yeah, I really don't think I had a high. Like we did some cool stuff. Ba- basically like they you don't have a high. I don't think so. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the last two... I did a lot of cool things. Like, they're all pretty fun. Like, we did... Hiking. We did a concert in the park, which was free. And that was, like, what I was hoping. Raleigh, because it's... I mean, Austin's, like, the live music capital, they say, of the country. But Raleigh has a very live music scene. But then COVID happened. Like, I was hoping, oh, okay, there's a bunch of just free concerts. You go sit in the park. We went to a couple, like, somewhat smaller ones in Raleigh. And then everything shut down. And this was just, like, I mean... It wasn't as active like people walking around and jumping by the stage music festival, but everybody just sitting on blankets, chilling, thousands of people there. Yeah. It was a good time. Like That was what I was hoping moving out of the Northeast to Raleigh would be, and it we finally kind of got that like a year later. So that was cool. We did the hike, trail walk, sort of, and then food, I think, last Sunday, and then just, just, cat, like, it's fun. I don't yeah. know. There was like no s- super high peak. Like I got energized today because football stuff released, and- That was like a two to three month of almost like a drag of the content. Not that I was putting out bad content, just NBA season's ending. There's not a lot of games. It's hard to really stretch out the same teams you're talking about in the playoffs. And then there's nothing the last two to three weeks. So it's kind of just preparation. And then finally, there was like something to act on today. And that got me like rejuvenated, which was reassuring for me to just know that, okay, I still really enjoy doing this when it's actually like the stuff I want to be doing. So that, that was, I don't even think that's the high. That's just like another um just another bullet point of things this week that were just good just yeah. positives. lots of you? good stuff yeah, what about you what'd you do
0: yeah i mean all the same things that you said other than the football season because yeah, we that doesn't really uh really we walked a dog this morning yeah that was fun like um, that dog yeah so i started walking dogs for rover and it's just so fun like the dog i had this morning was so stinking cute and he was so good so well behaved So okay
1: with just being with two strangers yeah he was going to their house he
0: was so cute and i started doing it because maybe like we're both not totally well maybe one of us is not totally ready to get a dog yet so (laughs) i tried to get my dog interaction up it makes me so happy and this dog it was literally like I was walking by myself, like he yeah. was just chilling. He was like a ten-pound dog, moseying along.
1: He was so cute. Yeah, I mean, you got a bunch of stuff. You you get paid for it. You get your steps in, and you get the the dopamine of having an animal. Yeah,
0: around you. exactly. Like I go on those walks anyways each day, so like why not just have a dog with me? It was fun. So was that the um, high
1: of the day, at least?
0: That was probably my high of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of my week. I would say my high was that it was such a steady week of doing fun things. Um, this is like the first week in a long time that I felt like very just like at peace and calm, not so anxious all the time.
1: Nice. And that's a big it's deal a medical for me. Marijuana. It's that medical yeah. marijuana. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> soon, but soon come.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Nice. But <laughs> that's, good to no. um, that's That's something that's been like an issue for a really long time, just constantly being like anxious and in a state of like panic all the time for no good. Well, reason, did you do anything?
1: So. I mean, other than walking the dog, did you do, did you consciously do anything to change that?
0: Totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of things actually, um, Better main rip. one is just like getting outside a lot more oh. has been really helpful for me and doing things where I don't think about anything. Like Sal and I went for a pretty long hike on Sunday. Um, going to like the lake with my family going just for we've been going to the park a lot and like i've been doing work at the park instead of like at my desk and staying inside all day and just like a combo of all of those things has really i just feel like i i've slowed down a lot instead of like trying to do the next thing over and over again gotcha. so i think that's helped me
1: do you think so i mean that's good if that's like the first week you said in a while that y- oh yeah like that. in
0: months really
1: Where, before like before the pandemic like in college was that like the the norm Like you would just feel okay Like you wouldn't have as much yeah. anxiety mm-hmm. Do you think it was the pandemic then? Like a year of just being in the same cycle Having different types of anxieties you never had Stuck inside, not seeing people
0: Yeah Do you think
1: that could have developed something?
0: For sure I think it was a combination of things And the pandemic didn't help but mm-hmm. it did in a way at the same time Because I think that's when I really realized That I needed help with my mental health And gotcha. and I think I may have not realized that If I kept moving so fast Okay. But I think it actually Was a combination of that After a certain period of time I was like okay like This has gone on for a really long time um, And just like We transitioned into adulthood In the midst of a pandemic Of like being responsible for your finances and like for everything that like goes wrong, whether it be with your apartment, with your car, with whatever, like working full time, it was all like a big transition. And I think it was just like, it overwhelmed me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. That's a good transition into finances. I know.
0: I didn't even mean to do that, but what a beautiful segue. Way to
1: go. Yeah. (laughs) So the, yeah, I mean the money, 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 you, yeah. want, you said yesterday on the couch, like really, you mind if we talk about this this week? So I'll let you be the lead of it. What what exactly sparked your thoughts on this, or what what is mm-hmm. what is the landscape that you want to go with? Is it just sort of uh, like your almost journey, or just general advice? What do you think? I, I guess like a 20, combination of both. Yeah, because we're like twenty four and twenty five. So if there's older listeners, us giving financial advice, if we we got to at least give them some background into. We have some knowledge. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess what sparked this idea was it was just such a big part of our lives and it still is, but like it was like paying off our student loans and like kinda getting our shit together financially out of college was a really big part of our life and like we never really talked about it that much. But I feel like that like was our life for like literally a year of just like being so focused on that. Yeah. So I don't know, I just thought that it's like an interesting We each had like our own journey, so to say, but like separately at the same time, but together sort of too. So I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting topic to talk about because I feel like a lot of people either like thrive or struggle or whatever with it. So I just I like talking about money. I think I I don't know why I do, but (laughs) makes the world go round. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like. I learn more when I hear other people's perspectives. I so. also
1: think yeah, I mean I also think the more that you talk about it openly with people, the more opinions you get on like just being able to get help yourself, like no matter how exactly, how good yeah. of a spot you think you're in or how bad, like when you start to share your opinion with people you trust, not just like totally. or, or as, as open you are with it, yeah. you start to be get more opinions and you might be out of debt and have investments and you talk to a friend or just somebody else and a colleague and they're like oh you should look into this type of investment and that could make you x amount of more dollars long term just because you were open and comfortable with talking about it or it could be the opposite you're talking about debt, and they recommend you a dave ramsey uh uh samith reethi or whatever his name is samith reethi and they help you out by just you learning more about the steps to take control of your life and what financial freedom means to you so i think it's i think it's important to talk about it i mean the bare minimum is talking about it with your significant other yeah you have to get to that point first and i think that that is something that's really tough for people so i guess, I, I guess we can start there just we we were both young so we were in college mm-hmm. i was two months away from graduating we both were and i started to pay down my debt like my biggest loan so it felt there's like a thirty thousand dollar loan. felt impossible paying like a hundred dollars a week or whatever i can muster And a friend recommended Dave Ramsey to me. So I started listening a lot, learning strategies. The biggest strategy right away was pay down your smallest debt first Uh, on theory wise, it doesn't make sense on paper because you will pay more in interest. Nothing significant, but psychological wise and just like eating and in food and dieting and money, like it's psychologically the biggest thing. You know what you need to do It's just can you actually create those behaviors? Mm -hmm. And that made it very easy to feel like you were gaining momentum. Yeah, but I remember just playing Dave Ramsey like all the time that summer we stayed in Penn State, and I think like the first week or two, you and, and he's not like everybody's cup of tea, and I think the advice was good. Some other parts not so great, but I remember you just being like, "Fuck this guy," and then and then <laughs> and then is one a day strong personality, yeah, and then one day I got into your car and you had it going, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, shit." Uh, that that's like the first time mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, good," because like what this guy is saying is important. Like, get the fuck out of debt, no matter what you have to do. You can get to it in different ways if you don't want to be as extreme. But that's good because like me and Morgan at that point, we're dating for, I don't know, how long at that point? Like a little over a year? Probably like over a year, A little yeah. over a year. And like we haven't, we had we, we talked somewhat about money because we were gonna move in together, but that was when I was like, okay, good. She's like taking an interest into paying off all this debt so we can kind of go in, you know, similar, similar paths in terms of yeah. having some freedom and maybe a couple of years, which is important.
0: Yeah, I think it's funny because when you're in college, and you're dating somebody. It's like all of a sudden it's so serious, and like you're in college, and you're kind of just like hanging right. out, and you don't really have any idea what the other person's financial situation is, and like really you don't care until like one day you're seniors, you're about to graduate, and then you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, actually, like how much debt do you have? Like, can we afford to move in together? Like all of these things well, come yeah. up.
1: Like- what are your just behaviors with money? Is it like yeah. you get a paycheck, you go buy clothes, you go on Amazon until you have nothing left till your next paycheck? Because that, yeah. is, that is that is a lot of people. And I mean, for younger people, there's nothing wrong with that if you haven't developed or weren't taught a way to save. But that is scary if like somebody else is, like if I was on a totally separate page and that was your behavior, I mean, you get through it and you work through it, but it's much more difficult to get through yeah. it and for something like that to last if you're in totally different camps about like how you spend money and how you save money.
0: Yeah, it really... It it makes a difference I think we kind of lucked out with our timing that I feel like we kind of grew together a lot with our money habits and like
1: and we had similar resources which yeah makes you become aligned
0: yeah exactly exactly and yeah basically listening to like Dave Ramsey a lot that I think kind of put us on the same page and reading reading books books. and Yeah. yeah all that good stuff and and so that I don't even. Well, I do remember exactly when we first talked about how much debt we had, but I don't remember like exactly what sparked the conversation. I know we were road tripping trying to figure out where we wanted to live and maybe that was what sparked it. Or,
1: well, it was, it was, no, it was, it was New Year's, so it was like a new year. So maybe we were just having thoughts on like New Year, new oh, me. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the exact context, but I assume that was something along it, like New Year, new me. And then it's just kind of like, yeah, you, you just have thoughts from there, like, okay, like, what am I? And then you're like a student, I have a shit ton of debt. Maybe yeah. I had like an email or something, or I actually might have just started paying debt off like a hundred bucks or something. So seeing that I have like ninety some or ninety grand in debt, I was sort of like, "Fuck this!" Like, yeah. gotta learn how to get rid of that quick. Because mm-hmm. C- I mean, the concept, like, question everything is what I've said on this podcast a lot of times. The concept of okay, you take twenty to thirty years to pay that off—it's just bullshit. Like that's what people are going to tell you. There's probably a reason why people are telling you that. Oh yeah, so the banks can make more money and in interest off of you. Like totally, yeah. They don't tell you that. They do in the fine print, but nobody's putting out there on commercials like. Oh, like 20 to uh, you're you're taking 10 times as long as you need like literally 10 times as long as you need to pay off this loan so we can make an extra 50 to 100 grand off of you and like people just if you don't question it you don't realize that this is just okay What my parents did or this is what my brother did so you just go along with it and it's like ah oh, this sucks but yeah. the, I mean there's ways out of it and I, I think it starts with educating yourself so we're really just d- deciding that I have to change this and how do you do that I think education so we had podcasts Dave Ramsey you can reach out for book recommendations you have to take the effort and then figure out like the, the why is what some people talk about. Like, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to become financially free? Is it so you can at 40 or 30 years old, or even right now, depending on what age you are, just start doing the career that you want to even if it's less money but since you know how to save and invest properly and you don't owe money for a car payment or student loans or an insane mortgage you can't afford instead you can work as a ski lift operator for 15 bucks an hour because that's all you need to make your bills go around because everything else is all set like that's Mm -hmm. is that what you want or do you want to just have money for your 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 future kids like or your grandkids like what is it that you want i think that's the first step is education and deciding like why you actually want to do it at the core basis
0: A 100 percent. yeah i absolutely agree and I think, like, honestly, a big first step is figuring out, too, what's going to work for you. Like, it's just like a diet, right? Like, yeah. Dave Ramsey may not be for everybody. And you can't go off doing something that's going to be, like, completely unsustainable for you because you're just going to stop doing it. Just like you stop doing a diet or, like, I mean, a budget is the same type of, right? obviously, along the same lines. but yeah i think figuring out there's so many resources so many people out there that it will give you different approaches to try and you have to figure out like okay what's gonna work for me like what's actually realistic for me versus what are other people doing and that might be a little trial and error unfortunately but yeah. it's kind of the reality of it
1: yeah, but that's I think that's like a good next step is sort of creating a budget and like figuring out yeah. what that means. Money comes in, money goes out. How much do you have it left mm-hmm. at the end? And it should be a positive. And if it's not a positive, where can you cut costs? And if it's still not a positive, how can you increase your your revenue? How much money you make? Is it a second job? Is it more hours? Whatever it might be. But that, I mean, the budget is the biggest thing for me. That mm-hmm. no matter what I measure, like I think it was like two, three, yeah, probably like two months ago. I, like stepped on the scale for the first time since like beginning of the pandemic and i was like oh shit i'm like 10 pounds heavier than the beginning of the pandemic and don't like the way like when i run i don't feel as like light so i just started budgeting like in terms of like what i was eating and when you keep track of it it's crazy how you start to see results same exact thing with a student loan budget planner that i made or an actual budget and i still use budgets right now just to keep everything in check so you don't go off the deep end on something so i think that budgeting is important i created a student debt planner ha- just having Knowledge on how much you owe, the interest, the percentage of that, uh, where the loans are located—is it private, public, whatever, or whatever it might be? Government loans—it's so important to just know all that information, gather it all, and then put it somewhere. And as you pay stuff off, subtract it. Okay, that's a little win mentally. Mm -hmm. And it just—it just for me, it just like steamrolled. It was like, okay, this is now very addictive. Like I can spend five hundred dollars on bullshit in the month, like buying Chipotle, way more than I need to, or I can actually make an impact. So I'm out of debt in. 10 times or 10 times less than the the stereotype or what they put out there. And if all I have to do is like not eat as much Chipotle, like work more hours, increase uh, how much money you make. Like that's for me, at least worth it. And I think that's where people have to decide.
0: Yeah. And I mean, to put that in perspective, I think our, our budgets were tight. Like when we started out, I mean, oh, yeah. when we moved, we both didn't have jobs. So it was like, yeah. we had the money in our bank account and that was it. And even that was like not an overwhelming amount of yeah. money. So, uh, (laughs) i mean it was tight i remember my entertainment budgets like eat out that includes like a chipotle a panera or like out at a restaurant or
1: just hanging out like at top golf yeah it was
0: 50 bucks a month
1: that's fucking crazy i think i put mine at least at 100 and i stuck
0: to it i was so like just strict on it and and it helped me for a while and then as I went along I started to like loosen up a little bit because yeah. I got like way less into debt and I started making a lot more money and that definitely helped even things out right um, but I was gonna say something now I can't forget now I can't forget. I feel like now you know what I don't you're gonna
1: say maybe not I think it's important that you you budget what you actually find valuable because it's, it's very easy yeah. like if you're spending a ton of money on bullshit well cut out what the costs are that are bullshit but don't cut out the costs that actually make your your day to day and your week to week Meaningful. Like for me, haircuts were non negotiable. Like I spend at that point I was getting two haircuts a month, and depending on where you are, that could be fifty to a hundred dollars a month in haircuts. So I was going every two weeks. That's like a non negotiable. Like no matter what I'm getting haircuts, <laughs> yeah. like I just feel better. <laughs> it really uh, is a non negotiable. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> I, I just feel better. Like if I feel better yeah. with it and it's it's a confidence it, thing. Yeah, it's a confidence thing and I just actually feel better. Like I feel fresher, I feel like rejuvenated. It's mm-hmm. a weird thing. I think a lot of guys and even girls can relate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But
1: yeah. So that's like a non-negotiable. So, okay. That's 50 to hundred bucks a month, depending on where we are at that time that like, I know I'm spending, where can I cut down somewhere else? All right. Well, I'm spending $400 a month on eating out. I could definitely cut that down to a hundred or 200 and all right, there we go. Now I'm actually saving money, but don't give up like the the two dollar cup of coffee or three dollar cup of coffee at starbucks every day if that adds up to fifty dollars like a five month to seven at starbucks i mean mine's are like two or three or black <laughs> coffee, but yeah like
0: yeah but who th- goes to starbucks and gets just a black coffee other than you yeah i mean I, I don't know i think
1: people do but <laughs> i do sometimes if you spend much. like fifty to hundred dollars a month at starbucks but that's like every morning you look forward to it it's your thing like you spend yeah. a half hour you're in your zen, zen you're checking your emails whatever it is you're on the go and it makes you feel way better then you don't got to cut that out because then you're going to be miserable and you're not going to want to stick to it so So it's about cutting out
0: sustainable
1: yeah cutting out the things that you don't really care too much about oh you realize you're buying like eight pairs or or like eight shirts a month that you don't really need that or you just need one or two you just had spare money and you thought you could do it well you can cut down on that if it's not insanely meaningful to you so i think that is a a very easy way to make more money you just obviously saving is a Is a way to make more money Both in the present And the future Through investing
0: Yeah And I remember What I was going to say About budgeting too Is just This is the last thing I'll say about it But it's not going to be perfect Or like probably even correct The first month or two You do it It's like a a trial and error thing like i said before it takes time to like figure out what you actually do spend on things so like you could say oh i only want to spend 50 dollars on entertainment this month and then that's like totally unrealistic for you right. and so you may have to adjust it and that's okay you're also going to have months where like random shit comes up and it's so annoying this is like the times that i almost threw in the towel with paying off my loans and you're going to have to adjust to that, too. And it's annoying, but it just happens. It's a normal part of the process.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there's there's definitely like ways to get creative with it, like picking up the second job or whatever yep. it might be. It just it's a matter of how quickly you want it to get done. Mm-hmm. If you want to get done ASAP, if you have spare time to get other jobs or to increase your shovel, if you will, whatever it might be. I think that that is the the track that you choose and then it, it's it's worthwhile. Like being on, I guess, a good way to put this for us, would describe like hour-wise. Like the first thing I realized was okay. I have 90 grand, 88 grand, whatever I was at like top dollar in student debt right now. I'm not thrilled with like the career choice that I'm going to be going into. I try to change career or um, majors a couple times in college and as an 18, 19, and 20-year-old kid, I just don't fucking know what I want to do. And I never really got a chance in high school or whatever to explore that in a small town. So I'm coming out and I'm like, all right, I could do this job. I know I can do it. It'll make decent money out of college, probably average money out of college, but this does not excite me and it waking up feels terrible. So, okay, how can I not do that? And I started to make these YouTube videos. So part-time income was coming in. I was like, okay, I would like to do that full time, but if I have a thousand dollar a month student loan payment, there's no way in hell that I could just do this, or at least at that time I could just do this. So that's where it came for me. Like my why was basically I want to be able to do any job that I want to and not have to turn down an exciting opportunity, even if it pays less, that makes me excited because I have a eight hundred to a thousand dollar student payment a month and that might be somebody out there right now and that's when you have to just make the decision to tackle this thing head on like you might think in your head i have to do this for 10 fucking years you could probably get it done in 2 to 3 like mm-hmm. there's very few people out there that if you put your mind to it can't get it done in 5 years or less their student loans unless you're 200 grand in debt like something like that which hopefully you have a high paying job if that's what you went into but very few people it's just a, a narrative that is pushed that Ah, This has got to take you 15 to 20 years because that's how we break down the payments. you got to pay less a month when you could just overpay on them and you're out of it a lot quicker. So I'd say that's my why so that I can do a job that I want to do, which happened to actually work out for me. What was your why, Morgan?
0: I'm like reflecting back on this and I don't even know. Like I really... I just got into a groove with it and kept going from there. I think my biggest thing was similar to you. I mean, being able to do a job that I wanted to. And then also just looking like later down the line in my life, um, just being financially independent and not having to rely on anybody for anything is really important to me. Right. Um, And I mean, I... I've said this like a zillion times before, but I'm not like a big spender. So like supporting like a lifestyle or anything along those lines wouldn't it was never something that really crossed my mind. It was just like if I just wanna leave and like go on a vacation for a month, I wanna be able to do that and no like not have to worry about like Anything really? I mean, being able to afford it, or or whatever. I just want to get to a point, and I do jobs now that I really enjoy, which I'm grateful for. That they've gotten me to this point of of paying off my loans. But um, I don't know. I guess if I don't want to work one day, I want that option. Right. I, I don't know if I'll ever actually not want to work, but I want that option.
1: I, I think there's two points there. I think I don't think anybody will never not want to work I, I i don't know how to put put that like in terms of like just sitting on the beach every single day for the rest of your life i think that gets tired for most people just interaction yeah. wise or, or competition mm-hmm. challenge that nudging you to keep going for something like striving to do better
0: mm-hmm. I, I
1: think that that's always there for people but there's two points here the first one is like the new rich tim Ferriss describes it and it, it's basically and there's other ways that this has been described it's basically retiring at 30 because you have no debt you have However much six figures whatever it is in your retirement because you've been putting that away for whatever years and if you're 40 or 50 watching this retiring in five years from now whatever it might be in quotes retiring you retired you have your base you're good now you need X amount per month for that to be the two three million four million you want in retirement well, oh wow, I only need to make a grand a month or whatever it is to cover my costs and do this or two grand or three grand, whatever it is. Okay, well now all of these jobs are now open to me. That mm-hmm. ski lift operator, um, starting a side hustle right now yeah. as a bakery and I can make an extra grand a month. Just whatever it is becomes a lot more manageable because you actually do have that flexibility. And Peter Jennings said he's uh, in the betting space. I've talked to him a couple times. He's the guy who lives in Colorado. I reached out to for some advice a couple times when I thought we might move there. Oh, okay. um, I don't know gotcha. I, I talked to him on the phone a while ago like the first couple months I was doing the content I was doing and got just some advice from him it was very nice of him to take he he actually reached out and he was like I sent him a dm and he was like yeah let's hop on a call and make a chat he said I saw on twitter I remember this it just stuck with me he said like financial freedom to him is just freedom of your time Um, so basically flexibility and freedom to do whatever you want with your time so mm-hmm. whether that is Right now, if you can structure it in terms of financial freedom being you're working for yourself at three in the afternoon, you can go for a walk. You can go out. You don't have to worry about the boss wondering where you are, whether that's freedom of your time in your spare time. Right. In terms of, okay, I don't have to work a 40 hour a week job or I can get a flexible job that I can work 20 hours at home or 30 hours. And if they tell me, no, you can't. I'll say, okay, screw you. I can go find another job because I have that flexibility. I don't have Mm -hmm. to rely on the paycheck. So it's just freedom and flexibility of your of your time. I think that's a, a good general way to describe it. Yeah. And that's kind of stuck with me because I think that's what I value right now the most. Like, I I, yeah. I valued at that point having the opportunity to put all of my time and effort or the far majority of it into building up this YouTube channel or my YouTube channel. And then I think now I just value the flexibility of time. Like if somebody was like, OK, you have to continue to like do this. What is your reason why? I would say, OK, it's just to have freedom of that time. Like I can at two in the afternoon do whatever I want. And if somebody tells me differently, I can say, OK, well. I can though. Like I, yeah. I don't have to rely on any paycheck.
0: Yeah. No, that's totally fair. Yeah, I think it's really just freedom in whatever way that you look at it. Freedom and security at the same time. Yeah. You know, like you also you don't have yeah, to worry like about almost. anything.
1: What? That's like inherit when you when you're going along with it, you get that security. It like comes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly, and it's a good feeling, I guess, to feel like you're you are secure um i think that's probably like honestly the best feeling and you feel like even if a surprise does come up you can handle it and i don't know i just think that's priceless to not worry about those things right takes a huge weight off your shoulders
1: yeah i think it's important to point out that i think i had like 1500 in like a savings when i started just putting everything else on on debt like everything else after monthly expenses i didn't have like zero dollars but i also didn't have like five to ten grand but I guess that does come down to how comfortable you are and, and, and how many people are in your life. Like if you're supporting children, exactly. a family, yeah. um, but that is, that is one that I think is very open for interpretation. I would say though, like, don't try and build up like 20 grand if it, that's what makes you super comfortable, but then you're just delaying the process even more and creating potential frustrations that lead you to never starting. So...
0: For sure. And actually I never used my, I did one time I had to buy a flight for a family emergency and that was it. And then I I just put it back in there once I got paid again and then it was fine. And I never had to use my $1,000 emergency fund. Again, it's just me. Like Sal and I keep things pretty separate. So like it's not... Him and I using a thousand dollars, or him, right. and I, and a whole family. It's just yeah me, and so. it's a, and it's different. also
1: like timing. Like that's tough. Like if, if if it would have been a year later, you had all those unexpected costs come up. Yeah, so it's 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 very like, it, there's a good chance that a thousand dollars can cover anything. In worst case, if you're really determined, you can just get more hours at work, or you hopefully have a paycheck coming in. But that's all part of the factor. Like if you don't have a steady paycheck, you should probably have more. In there but if you have uh, okay i know i'm getting paid next month no yeah. matter what even if i get laid off i have a month of then you can have a little bit more nimble room with that but yeah i mean once you pay off your loans which shout out to morgan more recently paying off the loans then yeah i think you fund that a little bit more um and yeah before doing probably anything else just so you could have security uh, emergency fund right
0: yeah um
1: that's what we did we're not financial advisors we're just talking about our our, experience uh, our our, our (laughs) fiction autobiographies
0: yeah and you mentioned like having a bunch of random expenses come up and i just want to touch on that real quick oh yeah because i think like anything that could have gone wrong for me did in this whole process of paying off my loans i mean like quite literally I don't know if i could think of much more i had the starter in my car break when we first got to raleigh yeah which like day. i didn't even know that was a thing and then i got stranded in the trader joe's parking yeah, lot
1: trader joe's parking lot she, they w- sent me yeah. the
0: wildest man to come fix my car sparks little literal sparks were like flying all over the place and it was a mess so anyways that happened um i had to get a root canal that happened and then i had to go to the emergency room twice i had to get new brakes new tires i mean just pretty much everything that you could possibly think of and pretty much every part in my car had to be repaired which was brutal like i was two seconds away from just literally giving it away and then on top of that the pandemic happened and being in the fitness industry my income got cut i would say by like 60% like i was um i had a highly commission based job at the time and then i was just making my base salary and that was a big adjustment and, and but all of those things said it put me in a position where i could pay for those things with cash i could make it through a pandemic just um On the salary and it did make those times easier because i wasn't so stressed out and overwhelmed but i was still yeah i felt like so slowed down which stressed me out and overwhelmed yeah (laughs) that's
1: another big point is like you're it's almost like you're investing in your future mental health in terms of like stress yeah just so much stress gets alleviated because the like the whole like how much money is left at the end of the month you have more you have what is it called like more, more month
0: at the end of yeah, the yeah. money or something and your budget yeah. yeah
1: yeah so yeah you have more month at the end of the, the money yeah that that's that's what it is and it's interesting because I like our relationship I don't even know what the difference would be if like at the end of every month like we were stressed out like we're not married so we don't have anything joint but I think that that is a big issue for a lot of people like in terms of divorce rates or just marriages or mm-hmm. really even just like relationships being a factor you're 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 just hedging on like future happiness almost like when you do that, because uh, like we were in uh, Asheville uh, last October, the October before last October, yeah, last when October. When it was just the two of yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, last Yeah, last October, October and, like, mm-hmm. my breaks go out. It's, like, a $500 cost, but I had an emergency fund in place, and I was just like, all right, this fucking sucks, but this is exactly what this is for. Like, yeah. you're, you're prepared for it. Instead of me being stressed out, like, fuck, now I have to work this much more. Yeah. God damn it, I just lost that money on these fucking breaks and being all pissed off the rest of the trip. It was, like, uh, 30 seconds Women are being stressed. And I'm not even trying to sound, like, privileged. This is what actually happens if you can just take responsibility and more, like, reins of control of, your, like, your money. And it was just not as just stressful of a time. Yeah. So I I think that arguments with future people in your lives, um, creating toxic relationships with other people in your lives over money, not being able to enjoy certain things, whether it's just like an overnight stay with friends because you're stressed out about money. It's just it it makes it a lot more enjoyable. And that's probably the part of it that I don't even think about a lot because those stresses don't arise. But Mm -hmm. it's almost like the opportunity cost. you're, You're getting away from that as well. So I think that's that's actually really important too. Uh, going along with flexibility of time is just nowhere near as much stress when you know okay, I have personally I have like 2 to 3 years of expenses. And that's probably too much, but just as a business coming off of the pandemic Makes like sense. W- when yeah. we're a couple of years out of the pandemic, I'll I'll probably just shorten it down to like a year and a half, 18 months. But If you can get the six months of your expenses for the far majority of people that is going to be completely fine and when you have that that cushion is the peace of mind you you really can't put a price on it it's well worth more than what that money is and
0: yeah i completely agree i think it just really does give you a lot of peace of mind um but i'm curious for you since you've gotten to this point where you feel pretty secure um what do you think has like changed the most about your views on money and like how you want to kind of like, what are the next steps that you want to take going forward?
1: Yeah. Mine were unhealthy. And I think we talked about this on the podcast. If you haven't listened in the past, um, you can check out two podcasts ago. Mine were very unhealthy. Uh, It was this almost, it becomes almost an addiction and like a part of your life, especially. And I think this isn't going to be the case for most people. So don't be like, Oh shit, this is going to be me. Especially (laughs) when it's the pandemic and you move away from all of your family and friends. So it's just us two. Yeah. And my goal this whole time is, okay, let's get out of debt. And that's all I'm doing. Like I'm not seeing family or friends because we can't. We don't live by them, but we also can't travel. It's the pandemic. So, okay, I'm, I'm not going on the weekend. So it's really easy to get out of debt because you're not spending money or easier to get out of debt. But also that it became like my – almost like my purpose. Like it became like a part of me that it shouldn't have. So I get out of debt and then I'm like, oh, well well fuck like this this feels awesome but then you know a couple days go by and you're like okay I'm out of debt this is cool you're on the other side of this ledge but really nothing in your actual life that day changes it's when those crazy expenses come up when you want to be able to take more risks or more vacations but that in that day to day it's like all right, this is cool but now what the fuck is my purpose like now what am I working towards like at that same time it was like okay build the YouTubers to this subscriber rate And I did that a couple of times and it was cool. It's like, okay, all this work, it's like that day. It's a nice thing. People are like, congrats, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, this doesn't fucking matter either. Like, what do I want to do? And I think this exact time, these past couple of months, just like reading about it, like happiness, mindfulness, all that is like where I'm currently at and just enjoying things. But it then took on this next form of, okay, it's the opposite of debt, which is the next step. And this is very specific for who you are. I was a single person in a relationship, but not married, no kids and don't want a house in the immediate future so if you're out of debt looking towards saving towards a house a down payment your kid's college those are great ideas i think that's for you to discuss with yourself or your significant other and then for me those weren't in the cards so okay let's just not have my money sit in a bank account let's run it up to whatever i can save this amount each month and where do i put it next so the first step for me was retirement accounts get as much as you can max those out for the year if you can as much as you can because you're going to get tax savings on them talk to an accountant i'm not an accountant but then after that it was okay there's still if there's still some additional money start to put it into just like the stock market into etfs which is a very low risk it just matches the market the market always goes up not every single day but over time and if the market is not going up over time we have much bigger issues than than how much you're making in retirement because something d- dramatic and drastic happened to society because that's the only way that that thing goes to zero. But that's like the tactical steps, but I got like addicted to that because I it, it was the same rush almost of, okay, I have this much left, we're putting all of that into the retirement. It, we, we pay expenses, everything else goes into the retirement, everything else goes into this. So then it started to become my day to day, which we talked about, we don't have to harp on too much, was, okay, if I make this video, I know I can make this much, that's how much more I can get in, I can retire this much earlier and it was just an unhealthy relationship. But the next steps, this long story short, if you're not mean, just a general aspect is, yeah, I mean, saving for a house, saving towards if travel is your thing next, I mean, treat yourself to a fucking vacation after paying off your debt, celebrate it, Uh, saving for kids, college, just things that can continue to lower the stress, lower the amount of time that you have to put into maybe not your most passionate career job or even the less extensive work life when you're older. So yeah, just investments into your future, your kid's future, your home, whatever it might be, I think those are the next steps. It's really subjective at that point, depending on your situation, um, but it is insanely important to not just keep your money in a bank account where you're actually losing money due to inflation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I think I had the same effect of a very unhealthy relationship with money, and, and not in the same ways as you, but in my own respects, um, and I think that honestly, like that sounds kind of contradicting to everything that we just said. Like we came out of the whole experience with bad relationships. relationships. Well, yeah, I think
1: none of mine was super stressful. They were easy changes. It was just in, in the moment hard to see them because I was on this hamster wheel of the same mindset of paying off the debt. Okay, now where do I put all that money in that same process? Let's put it into investing. And then it kind of trickles into a money is almost like everything now type of mindset or getting close to that. It wasn't necessarily that, but leaning too much towards that way. So it was almost like a, a baselining. And we talked about that in the past.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's almost exactly what I was going to say is it sounds like we're being, we're contradicting ourselves with this, but at the same time, if you look at it from the broader perspective, if you never, take the steps to kind of gain control of your money because everything is a process. So like you will have ups and downs and you'll have to find your balance with it. But, um, if you never take that step, then you'll always be on that hamster wheel. You'll always have that unhealthy relationship with money. So it's like you have to kind of take the steps to find your balance so that you can kind of focus on things that are important to you. Like I'm on the same exact page as Sal with just like mindfulness and really working on being present in the moment and all of those things. And a big part of it is that money isn't, well, paying off debt, I guess, isn't constantly in the back of my mind now with every little thing. And that's been something that I'm like still working on to this day, but slowly it's getting better and better and i think by the time i'm like hopefully in my 30s it will be a pretty good relationship with everything and i'll feel really confident with where i'm at so i think it just is like a step that may feel difficult to take because it's so overwhelming like when you first start to look at your situation if it's not the greatest one it's like oh shit like i don't even know how i got to this point especially as like 22 year old kids like we were when we started we're like We didn't even do anything like we got degrees because everyone told us that's what you're supposed to do. And then I owed like thirty thousand dollars, like thirty three thousand. And Sal was what did you say? Like close to 90. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, (laughs) like like what? You know, and it kind of like hits you like a sack of bricks. So so I think. It's an overwhelming first step to take, which is why a lot of people run from it. Well,
1: it's also like when I when I say like had a bad relationship with it, it, it's different aspects. It's not the same as where the starting point is like by no means do I regret starting and paying off all my debt and getting into that mindset cycle. I mean, the the pandemic getting thrown in there, that was, I think, the main reason why, because that's all I focused on. for a year and that became like a sole focus for the most part so like there's other aspects that lead to that it's not just the act of doing it and also it's a learning curve as you go like when you're starting to pay off debt, you have to figure out what the fuck that is how how do i pay off these loans where do i find these loans and then it's a totally different learning curve to how do i save money how much is the proper amount to save how do i invest my money uh who are the trustworthy financial advisors should i even use a financial advisor i personally say no like where do i go after that Like, those Mm -hmm. are all it's all learning curves so when you go to those it creates other stresses which could which can then create, depending on the path you choose from those stretches, other bad or other styles of relationship with money. So it's all yeah. different stages. It's like on exactly. a path where you hit road bumps. So learning, but curve, you're still going forward. Really? Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, when I first started, I literally didn't even know the login to my Sally Mae. So, I was like, Dad, have, yeah. <laughs> how do I get into this? My dad
1: didn't know it. Yeah, had
0: neither had a, did mine. Cr- and I was like, Huh, all right. I guess we'll do that little like forgot my username and password thing and then i I finally got in when i got in i realized i owed eight thousand dollars more than i thought i owed and i was like holy shit like where did this come from and it was all a big smack in the face but i mean i literally tried to contest the loan, and they were like, "No, like you legit took this out," Your and I was like, on this, yeah. "I was like, what? Like I think I was hacked. I think that someone stole my identity." <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "No," <laughs> and I was like, "All right, well, I guess, I guess this is where we're at." You
1: are these three thousand person who has tried this today.
0: <laughs> I'm sure I was, honestly. Yeah. So,
1: what about the next thing for you? So, so two things. Next step for you in terms of like what you're doing personal finance wise or in the act of like what's the next thing on the horizon for you and also what is something fun that you want to do with your dollar skis
0: um yeah so for the first question i think well i'm building up an emergency fund that i feel comfortable with and Solid. then um in about a month or so i'm gonna start investing so i'm excited about that yeah. just to learn more about that um but i guess yeah and i want to make sure that i have like extra funds saved up for like a new car if i ever need it or whatever so trying to get that all situated is my first goal okay um and then second something fun there's like a lot of a lot of things that i would do my first answer would be get a dog if that was possible but it's not so not get a dog yet
1: okay.
0: um but my second one is just travel more I think that's what I've um, that's what I like to do. It's what I've always liked to do: see new places. And if like I'm in a position where I feel comfortable with it, I want to do as much of it as I can while I'm at this point. Like I think being in a point where I can take my laptop with me to like any place, any country, for however long I want and work is pretty good when I don't really have any responsibilities. So
1: I think that's cool. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a I think those are good next steps and a good goal how about you yeah i would say next steps is diversifying l- el portfolio um alternative That's investments basically i guess real estate is like the one that comes to mind but also looking into just other opportunities like i feel like i'm pretty good now on how the proper channels to get my money into in terms of like the market now how can i have other investments um that are maybe fun potentially real estate sounds intriguing or investing in other companies or other smaller creators whatever it might be i'm not too sure yet but
0: can i add a suggestion okay you should open a glamping site oh wow that's actually
1: a really good suggestion
0: i know i told my dad because my dad owns it seems relatively
1: easy you're making like a bunch of one-bedroom apartments yeah and don't have to be as nice because it's the experience
0: exactly so i've been trying to like look for a glamping trip for sal and i and like holy shit like to sleep in a tent is I mean, the fact that people charge to sleep in a tent is so beyond me, but so nicer, to sleep in like a glorified a tent, tent yes. is like, so we, the cheapest one I've been able to find is like 450 a night. And then beyond that, like we found one that was like over $4,000 a night. I was like, I, people must be out of your damn minds to think that. I would pay four thousand dollars. Yeah, but they're in Austin, which in is becoming like a new tech tent.
1: capital, and that just like ensures that only f- rich people are going to go to it. So, no. <laughs> so they probably influencers. So they're probably like, you know what, we're good with this because we don't need as much volume. It's
0: people like you, you social media influencers, you motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's a good my idea. Suggestion. That's a good idea. And then in terms of fun things or like something that I want to do, nothing in no no one specific thing. I guess just uh, as specific as I can get would be like more. More weekend, long weekend slash week long trips to mountains. Yeah, like I love ma- that. Mountain towns. So, going back to Colorado, visiting Utah, visiting Washington, um, those areas, Nevada, even, even other countries, just doing like these week long trips, whether it's with you, whether it's with some of my other friends who I've done hikes with now, just doing those more of those trips because I always come back insanely rejuvenated and just like my breath is taken away like every time I'm up in the mountains.
0: Yeah, I agree. Being in nature is just such a refreshing thing.
1: Yeah, really. It really does make everything else seem so fucking stupid. Like, yeah, like mm -hmm. how stressed I get about work and then I leave for like four days and then I'm just out in the mountains and I'm up there. and I'm just like that literally doesn't matter. Like for my day to day survival, it matters to some extent. But the shit that I stress about doesn't fucking matter. yeah it's like fake it's crazy how it just gets your head in a pretzel
0: yeah it is crazy i mean it's just like your your environment once you're out of your environment you're with other people and you're in a new setting i think naturally anybody calms down a little bit from whatever they were worked up over before but then like a lot of mountains are just beautiful and like breathtaking and it just like clears your mind
1: and it's just a challenge i like the idea of yeah being challenged up the mountain and working for the view i think i've said that before it's like you if you want to see the tippy top of some of these crazy fucking mountains you have to walk up there like you have to walk and hike up there you ain't, you ain't taking no car all the way to the top like you have some to earn, people probably do no not in i mean not in colorado there's no cars up to like you got to hike the fucking five thousand feet elevation
0: when i was in arizona we did this thing that was uh like uh it was like a jeep i guess it was a jeep i don't know but caravanning i don't yeah. know if that's yeah, what it's called right. but we were just like bulldozing through the rocks in the mountains wow. it was terrifying i would shit. not do it again but holy shit. i was like 13 at the time so holy cow i didn't know the difference
1: dear god well let's not do that then you
0: could take a helicopter
1: yeah but those people cheat <laughs> and then they don't enjoy it either way that's what i would do <laughs> i'm gonna do more of that i gotta plan something like that all righty money 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 dollar good day good talk i'm gonna go spend some dollar maybe on dinner i actually don't know pizza I Nah I gotta make something I think here I've eaten out like the last three nights
0: Oh man but it's Friday I have i out the
1: last three nights Yeah I'm gonna make it like an omelet or some shit Well thanks for tuning boring. in Appreciate it gang That's our dollar ruskies Oh we didn't even talk about prenups We can talk about that the next time Alrighty <laughs> okay. thank you for tuning <laughs> in We'll start off next episode with prenups See y'all in the next one My name's Sal Your names
0: What was that?
1: I was, gonna, I was gonna rip my shirt off, but I decided against.
0: Oh, okay. You were Don't just saying how much subscribed. you like
1: it. Don't wanna. Yeah, I really like it. Don't wanna subscri- uh, get uh, banned on YouTube. Okay.
0: Yep. All right. My name's Morgan. Bye.
1: <laughs>